Welcome to Good Enough Creative, a podcast for creative people. Hi again, I'm your host, Marie Green, and today I want to talk about mistakes. We all make them and try as we might. Sometimes we make the same mistake more than once, but instead of beating ourselves up for not getting it right, what if we could redefine them? What if mistakes were really just practice and a necessary part of the creative process? I have spent my entire life trying to avoid making mistakes. I mean, who doesn't try to avoid mistakes, right? It feels great when you're good at something, and it feels gross when we're not. And I've always thought of failures and mistakes as sort of those like quiet, invisible things that you hide or maybe you hide from. But whatever you do, you want to put as much distance between you and that failure as humanly possible immediately. Let's just pretend it didn't happen. Mistake? Never heard of her. So when I read the book Black Box Thinking by Matthew Syed, I was mostly looking for ways to make peace with my own inability to get things right every time. To me, failure felt like a waste of time, like a waste of my energy. Surely all that time I've spent failing at things could have been put to better use, right? But instead, the book really shifted my thinking about what it means to make mistakes and why they're such an important part of our process. So many of the beautiful and innovative things that exist today are a response to a problem or a response to a failure. But we often forget that a big part of the creative process lives in that problem phase. It's figuring out what the issue is. It's making mistakes. It's troubleshooting. And what follows is the part of the creative process that involves trying and failing and trying some more and failing some more. And as I talk about mistakes in this episode, I want to be clear, I'm not talking about life altering mistakes or crimes or anything serious like that's we're not going there. (laughs) We're talking about the kinds of mistakes that we're all making all the time, but we're desperately trying to avoid them, especially creative mistakes. With each failure, we learn something. We may be learning about what doesn't work, but it's still information we didn't have when we started. And can we really call that a waste of time? Is it a waste of our energy just because we didn't arrive at our intended result? Or is there still value in there? Is there value in that process, even when it's messy and filled with mistakes? We've learned to focus so much on the result, the big aha moment, that we miss all the failures that had to happen to make that big revelation possible. And there was a specific story in this book, Black Box Thinking, that inspired this episode. Mr. Syed spoke of a ceramics teacher who divided his students into two groups. One group was assigned a quantity of pots. They would be graded by the sheer number of pieces they made throughout the term. The second group would be graded by making one perfect pot. They were graded on quality. And at the end of the term, the results were indisputable. The group who had been assigned the quantity, not quality, they had the most significant improvement in their skills. While one group was busily churning out the highest quantity of pots, they were simultaneously getting better at their skills. 
And it's almost as if it happened in spite of themselves. They were not focused on perfection, but by virtue of creating countless imperfect pots, they actually got better with every single one. Meanwhile, the other half, the other group who had focused solely on creating one perfect pot spent so much of their time and energy on focus, thinking, and planning instead of doing that their results were not nearly as significant. And I think the lesson here for all of us is that when we try too hard not to make a mistake, when we label mistakes as a waste of our time, we are keeping ourselves from growing. I see this so much in fiber arts. Makers will be so worried about a mistake that they'll avoid trying things that are new or expanding outside of their comfort zones because they're not sure what they'll do when or if something goes wrong. And the truth is, things will go wrong, right? We all know that. Any person who is trying to stretch their skills or learn new things or get out of your rut, you're going to have to try a few things that don't work. That's the problem phase. That's a critical part of the creative process. If you're not failing sometimes, then you're probably stuck. You're probably not growing. What's interesting, too, is how we respond when we do make a mistake. If a mistake means that we ourselves are failures, then of course we're going to have a really hard time owning them or learning from them. Of course we'll be avoiding them at all costs. I don't want to be a failure. Nobody wants to be a failure. But do I fail sometimes? Yes. And so do you. And so do we all. We have to recognize that mistakes are part of our practice. There isn't a single person in history that arrived at a groundbreaking revelation or work of art without having experienced some failures along the way. It's inevitable. So how do we reframe mistakes and failure in a way that feels less gross? First, we have to recognize that we're all making mistakes all the time. We just are. We're human. And we will inevitably get things wrong sometimes. But most of us aren't featuring our mistakes in our highlight reels, right? So we're not seeing everyone's mistakes all the time. We're seeing everyone's big achievements. But just because we don't see the years of struggle and practice and learning and the failures along the way does not mean they didn't happen. People put their trophies on shelves, not their parking tickets. So don't compare yourself to what anyone else is doing or achieving. Their highlight reel is not the whole story. If anything, it's the finish line of a marathon that involved an awful lot of messy practice. Second, remember that failure is not the whole story. Those ceramic students didn't stop after one or two crappy pots. If they had, that would have been the end of their story. But instead, they were empowered to make a lot of crappy pots. And because of that, they had permission to keep going, even when they were seemingly surrounded by what others might have called failures. But because they had a different definition of what success looks like, for them, success was just to make as many pots as possible. Those failures didn't carry any weight. They were just practice. And instead of feeling disappointed in their skills when the pot was lopsided or a little too thick or too thin, they could celebrate it anyway because a pot is a pot. Where are you in your creative journey that you might be judging a current failure as the end of the story when really you're still in the messy middle? 
If you're still making mistakes, you're still trying, and I am proud of you. Look at every effort you make as one of those ceramic pots. It's just one more practice piece. Those practice pieces are essential to your creative process. Third, mistakes are the best teachers. Now, I've said this before, but I really want you to hear this. We don't become better at our art unless we are willing to fail. We have to, because there is no possible way to grow past where you are right now without trying things that aren't guaranteed, things you haven't done before or might not fully know how to do. Tell me something you're good at that you were perfect at immediately at all times. Is there anything? Because even the things I'm really good at that I would consider my superpowers, I've still made mistakes and had failures as I worked to improve or take those skills in a new direction. One of the things I teach my knitting students is if they want to be a sweater knitter, they have to knit sweaters, not just one sweater, but many sweaters. The first sweater you knit won't be your best one. The size might be weird. Your neckline might be too wide or too tight. You might have chosen the wrong yarn for it, but didn't realize it until it was too late. Your first sweater will be your teacher. And so will your second one and your third. I have knit hundreds of sweaters in my lifetime, and I still learn something new when I knit the next one. There's always something. If you're not afraid to make a mistake, then you can do anything. Try anything, experiment, get messy, because you recognize that whatever happens next, mistake or not, you can pivot. You can figure it out when you get there. I think that's the big lesson here. If you're afraid to make a mistake because you don't know what you'll do when you get there, then how will you ever learn what to do when you get there? I know how to fix mistakes in my knitting because I've made a lot of mistakes. And when I look at them, and I notice them, and I don't avoid them, I stare at them. I learn from them. And every new thing that I've learned throughout my knitting career has made me that much more confident. And it's told me that if I can figure out this, guess what? I can figure out the next thing too. And so can you. You can figure out what to do when you get there, and then that's one new thing you know how to do. In his book, Mr. Syed quotes James Dyson, the vacuum cleaner guy, and he says this, People think of creativity as a mystical process. The idea is that creative insights emerge from the ether through pure contemplation. This model conceives of innovation as something that happens to people, normally geniuses, but this could not be more wrong. Creativity is something that has to be worked at. Mistakes are part of that work. I would offer that working at creativity means accepting and embracing and redefining mistakes as part of that process. I know it's hard to celebrate yourself when something goes sideways, but really that's what we should be doing. You tried something, you put yourself out there. It didn't work, but now you have more information and you probably have an idea for what to try next. It was good practice and that's it. It doesn't have to mean anything about you or what you're capable of, and it most certainly isn't the end of your story. My challenge to you is to redefine what it means to make a mistake. It means you're trying. It means you're learning. Consider yourself the ceramic student who's assigned to make as many pots as possible, no matter how imperfect. Every mistake is one step closer to the outcome you want. And if you spend your energy trying to avoid it, you'll stay stuck. Don't be stuck. Expect mistakes as part of the creative process. Learn what you can 
and keep going. If you're enjoying this podcast and want to support the show, and if you would love access to bonus episodes, please consider becoming a premium subscriber. Bonus episodes come out every other Friday just for premium members like Naomi, Kim, Becky, and Laura. Thank you so much for your support. Until next time, my friend, you've got this.